Great, Danny. How are you? <laughs> can you tell I'm annoyed? You can tell I'm annoyed right now. All right. Um, I'm, I'm all right. I just, mm, I don't like people. Do I, do I say that? Scorpios, we don't like people. Right. We're not people people. We're not people persons. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing because, I mean, I, I work with people. I'm a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because sometimes I don't want to talk. That part. Sometimes I don't want to. A lot of the times I don't want to converse, but like I have to. Um, and a lot of the times people's energy affects me. Mm, being that's iPad. huge, huge. So sometimes I would rather not speak. But, you know, other than that, I'm great. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Other than, ugh, I'm just like. What's going on with you? Certain energies just bother me. Or like, you know when it's just like, it's not even like an on-purpose kind of thing. It's more like a, it's more like a, something, you you said the wrong thing or something like that. Or like your delivery of what you said was wrong. And then like the whole aura is just off. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then, then I'm annoyed. Then I'm like so far gone. It's just like, I, I don't even want to talk to you no more. <laughs> But anyway, I'm ranting. Um, other than that, I am good. I totally felt like I was losing my mind for a little while. The holidays and then like work stuff and then, um, and as in work stuff, like I was potty training and then I don't know. I'd just be making shit up. In my head too. You know when you create your own problems that don't really exist. I do that a lot. Self sabotage is Scorpio's favorite thing to do. Um, so I got off social media, and I deactivated everything. And I was like, I'm just gonna go on a hiatus. And that's what I've been doing. And it honestly feels really nice. Cause whoever needs me can contact me. Right. Whoever can't contact me, you clearly didn't need me. Or you don't need me. You never did need me. Well, it has nothing to do with them not needing you. It has everything I'm to do with dramatic. you not needing them. Yeah, okay. okay. You know what? You're right. Yes. Mm. That is, that's a good one. Um, and then you also realize, like, once you're off social media, that all of it is an illusion. That social media is an yeah. illusion? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because, like, it's not even real life. Most of the time, though. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think I'm done now. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm just, wow. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> That's the I first thing. Um, but, no, I'm good. Um, I'm definitely happy to be COVID vaccine free because I'm not taking that vaccine. I'm not taking that. But I have a feeling that they're going to try to make it like a mandatory thing. But I'm like, you can't make a vaccination. I mean, you can because they make certain vaccinations mandatory to even attend school. So they technically can. But oh, yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. They technically can make it mandatory for you to do anything. And it's just like, can we not though? Like I really don't want to take this vaccine and then be a zombie in two weeks. Like Yeah. I would just rather go out fighting, not <laughs> like I, I just oh I would rather my not God. I would rather not be an episode of The Walking Dead. That's so crazy. Like, what is the world coming to? We're clearly living in the Twilight Zone. Really a crazy. new world is being birthed. That's what it is. Like when people talk about yeah. the end of the world, that thing right is now. real, but not the end of the actual world. It's just the end of the old world and the birth of a new world. Whatever the fuck we're coming to these days. 
so crazy. I'm we're just... on we're on we're on COVID COVID uh day three hundred and fifty uh three hundred and fifty right no what's today today okay so like three hundred and in in like twenty uh thirty something forty something whatever. Are we at three hundred already? I don't even know. No, we weren't. Well, it's been actually the first case appeared on the scene. I don't know if it was in the U.S. or just in general. It was actually like November sixteenth or seventeenth. I think they just confirmed that the U.S. did have the first case. Okay, so yeah, that was back in November. So we've been dealing with it ish for a year, but we've been dealing with it for what the since March, right? Yeah. So this is a lot. I just can't believe that we're here now. Like, the year, it went by in a weird way. Like, it went by fast, but it mm-hmm. also went by very slow. Because while we were in quarantine, it was dragging. Because it was just yeah, days and yeah. months of it. But so then true. now being out of it, and, and summer going by so quick, and we're already at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it just felt like we were just, like, in quarantine, and the year's over. I, uh, was, my my best friend just texted me, and he's like... I'm like, when can we, like, do dinner or when can I come over? And he's like, um, let's plan for sometime in January. And I'm just like, that's so crazy. And he's like, I can't believe I just said January. And I'm like, I know, right? Like, this year went by, like you said, in the craziest way ever. Yeah. And then super fast, but then while you're in it, it was super slow. Yeah. So it's just like, it, it's crazy. It's really, really crazy. It's been a crazy year. I will say this, though. Um, even though a lot... Of, of bad things happen and a lot of death happened this year. Um, I think there was still some good done. Like what? Some good was done. <laughs> some. Like, like what? Um, Trump is uh, officially gonna get like he's not gonna be our president anymore. Like that was a good thing that happened in 2020. Right. I mean, yeah, 2020, yeah. Um, I'm like, what year were and you again? I think, honestly, the world getting uncomfortable was a good thing because we have to get uncomfortable in order to be comfortable. Yes. And comfortable I feel like the world now zooming in on this this issue, this human rights issue of, of black people being murdered for nothing, mm-hmm. I think that because it was very zoomed in on this year, that... I, I'm hopeful that we can get to some type of change. I saw that in California that they're trying to make it where you have to be in school for three years before you become a cop. They're trying to make it where it's a longer period because oh, I think wow. now they're only at like eight, seven or eight months. Not even. Mm-hmm. I think it's four months That's really in the academy. And I have to go to school for seven months to be a, a cosmetologist. But the cops... Who carry guns only have to go for four. Yeah, that's really wild. So. And then even like to do a trade, there's like hours and hours of certificates. Yeah. And like there's new workshop and new classes. Like all of yeah. my friends that are in any kind of trade, there's so much that you have to do. One of my guy friends is a plumber and he's like, you have to do like so many hours just to even yeah. have like your own business. Yeah. Like, uh, for cosmetology school, we had a thousand hours that we had to complete. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some, that's in New York state. Some states is more, mm-hmm. some states is less, but regardless, exactly. it's more than what it is to be a cop. And that's crazy. I never like thought of it in that way, but like knowing that now, as you brought it to light, that is wild. Yeah. And insulting. Yeah. Is there annual training to be a cop? No. I don't. Well, let me not say no, because I don't know. I don't so know. So we won't quote Alika. Don't quote us. <laughs> but I wonder if there's like annual training. It don't sound like it. It don't look like it. Yeah, it don't look like it. It don't look it, like it. It don't look like it. That's true. It don't. But I know that, like, for bus drivers and, like, people that work for transit, um, you do have to go to a place in the Bronx called Zuriga, which is their, like, training facility. You okay. You do, do that once a year. So I know that the transit people do that. And that's crazy that transit has to do that, but still cops don't have to do much. 
to be cops and carry guns and kill people. <laughs> emphasis and, on the guns and emphasis on killing people. Like, I don't get yeah, it. Right. I yeah. don't get it. Like, it's nothing for me because I don't get it. And then even, like, the psyche vow and all that stuff is just, like... Right, like, who's giving out these psyche vows? Yeah. Former fucking vets? Like, Other former... racist people? Right. Yeah. That's... Like, who's doing that and letting these... You know what I mean? It's like, just, like, I don't know if you ever saw the the pur- the first Purge. No. Um, so, the first Purge is... Every episode I have to watch a new movie. I swear. Every episode. The first Purge is about... So, you know, they have all these Purge movies. So, the first Purge is the movie about the actual first Purge. Because all the other movies, we you know, they've already been purging or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, this movie shows the event of the actual first Purge. And... The entire movie is literally about how they're trying to get rid of black people because the first purge took place in um, in Staten Island, actually, in the movie. It took place in an area in Staten Island, I believe in, in the whole island of Staten Island. And the center of it was a project building. And it was mostly black people living there, and they were basically giving people, like, incentives, like... If you participate, you can be compensated because they're trying to get this purge thing going. So they're like, oh, if you kill people, like you'll get money or whatever. If you if you do any type of participation, they're trying to tell you that you're going to get money. But they need to record it so you get like these um, contacts or whatever to record everything mm-hmm. that you're doing. And they're basically trying to like break up this neighborhood. Like, you know, the government is it, basically trying to tear up a neighborhood, you know, so that they can, I mean, in the movie, it wasn't like, okay, we're tearing up this neighborhood to do things with mm-hmm. it, but that's obviously the intent. Like, yeah. they're ter- they're trying to get rid of, they're trying to get rid of these people and get them out of here. So, in that movie, it kind of just puts emphasis on the human rights issue part yeah. of it, you know? Yeah. And, you know... Things like that, that is, is fucking wild. I need to watch the movie. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, going to the Purge, I, I love the Purge movie because the kills are crazy. But mm-hmm. I'm a psycho person who likes <laughs> scary movies, so uh-huh. scratch that from the record. <laughs> <laughs> the kills are crazy. Like, yo, what the fuck is this song right? Listen, Scorpios have a dark side, okay? We're, we're not yes. all cotton candies and rainbows. Some of us like skulls and bones. and I would never, ever say we're cotton candy and rainbows. Ever. I would never associate a uh, Scorpio with Kai with Kai 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 no. We have a dark side. We have a, a yeah. very much dark side to us. And it, it's dark in different ways. Like, I'm talking about, like... And there's so much depth. Yeah, to, to the darkness. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like... But because I think it's because we're the sign of, like, you know, um, transformation and other stuff that... We kind of are the type of people that instead of, like, kind of, like, banishing our demons, mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, once you're aware of what they are, um, you kind of just become one with them, and you just, you know, you become one with your shadow. Yo! Why that's like laughing? the meme. Oh. There's a meme, it's just like, y'all be running from your demons or something like that, and I'll be fucking mine. Y'all nah, be fucking mine. All about that. <laughs> wow. That be. Y'all be that avoiding your demons, I'll be fucking mine. That went left. That's but, me. Oh, but yeah, man. I think because we're so like in tune with our dark side that it just like, this is, this is who we are. We are yeah. who we are. And that's why a lot of people don't fuck with us because, um... We're in tune with our dark side. And what people don't realize is when it comes to your demons and the things that you battle and just... And I don't mean demons and, no, like, no, men or women. Because I feel like... I feel like that's where this is going. No, but no, no, no. Demons in general, like, mm-hmm. any of your traumas, all of that, you kind of have to sit and be with it in order yeah. to to make it not seem so big, you know? Mm-hmm. And make it such a small thing. And... You have to welcome it. You have to yeah. welcome that part of you because that's a part of you no matter what, yeah. you know? So you have to welcome that and, and deal with it. There's, there's literally a meme I saw about it. It was, like, literally a demon, and this girl is naked, and she's, like, literally, like, sitting with her demon, like, nurturing it, giving it wine, like, and it's becoming... It started out as, like, this big demon, and as she's, like, giving it love, it just became such a smaller thing. So... I resonated with that so much because I feel like you have to you have to get to that point where mm-hmm. you're you know yeah. you're not battling your demons you're becoming one with them, so they're not such a big thing and such a big like trigger for you you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
<laughs> now, on the fucking demons part, I don't know about that because I don't be fucking demons. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to say I didn't, you know, uh, engage with a demon or two in my life, but it's not uh, a reoccurring thing. I can uh, assure demons. you that. They're all demons. Any um, man with a beard is a demon, but... Heavy. No, that's, that's actually very type. true. Yeah. Any man that uh, conditions his face is a problem. That conditions his face. What do you mean? Excuse me. What do you mean conditions his face? Condition. You mean like act like actual conditioner and like all that stuff. Oh, like I he has like that, a whole yeah. beard skincare like routine. Like if there's a whole yeah. routine for his face. Oh no, that's a fact. I agree with that He's because. Dumb. Once he knows, like, because, first of all, any man with a skincare routine is a demon because men don't do that. Like, men are not, men are not in tune with it. Most men are not in tune with their skincare routine. I would say some men. Uh, There's a few men who. Some of them just be like, yeah, I'm going to get this three-in-one shampoo, conditioner, and body wash and just slap it on my face. That's true. Put some Vaseline on and walk out the door. My brother has a five-in-one. And I'd be like, what are you doing? Right, like, why are you you doing this to yourself? Really? No, yeah. This is like for people who go camping and like they need this because they're going camping. Like you don't use this in real life every day. What is wrong with you? <laughs> then I feel like there's women who is just like you have a shampoo, you have a conditioner. I have like, I have a shampoo conditioner. I have a face wash. I have a body wash, but then I have another wash that is just in there. <gasps> I forgot what we were talking about. I know we were talking about period. We were talking about the guys five and one and shampoo and all that stuff and like how we. <laughs> yeah, and just I I just don't even understand how hey they just I don't get it, but but the bottom line is we were talking about beards. Right. The bottom guys, line yeah. is that bearded men mm-hmm. who have a skincare routine are problems, essentially the devil. Yeah. They're problems. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. They're problems. Don't want to be fat. Forget about it. They put the fat and bearded. Shit. Fat and bitter, they put the eat and cheat, and they put the. You <laughs> was like they put the everything else and everything else. They really do. That shit was funny as fuck. It's oh, like yeah. the super beard. I don't get you it. You know something? I don't know if he's listening, but my really close guy friend, um, is, I think he's like six one, six two. Maybe he's six feet tall. I don't know, but he's six something. Um, and he is tall, dark skin, beard, and he always smells good. Are you hooking always. me up? Is that why you're telling me all of this or what? Because I'm like, okay, so where are we going? I mean, I could. No, it's okay. But, um, so, so he is like, he makes great money, like all this stuff. And I'm like, and he's single, right? So I'm like, why are you single? And he's just like you know, just haven't found the right person or whatever, whatever, whatever. And then we'll try to downplay basically like being the man, if you will. And I'm just like, but that's how it is with humble dudes. Like, like oh, why? with humble, because he's humble. He's humble. There's nothing it's, wrong it's with like humble we, dude. This goes back to what I said, where it's just like, every man got a past, present, and future. Cause it's just like, why? Like, I, I always appreciate when a guy is humble. Granted, that's cool. But also, too, if you have room to brag, you should brag. But then I also find it interesting that, like, guys would be like, no, I ain't got no holes and all this. And then, like, that's, like, the main person you got to worry about. And it's just like, so you really just ain't shit. And not saying that he ain't shit. I was like, wait, what? Not saying that he ain't shit. Because he's a great guy. He He's amazing. Okay, but what's his sign, though? He's a Taurus. Okay, that's not too bad. No, he's like, he's an all-around gem. Like, and again, if you're listening to this, I think you are phenomenal. And like, again, this is one of my close guy friends. But it's just like, I know you got bitches. Like, I just, I just know. Like, if it wasn't, like, if we weren't on that friend level, that probably would be my husband. (laughs) But (laughs) we're not there. We're not, we're at that spot. Anyway, so anyway, yes. but the uh, the whole point <laughs> of that whole rant basically yes. <laughs> was that guys who like have it all together, girls are, are attracted to that. Mm-hmm. Girls are so attracted to you having you smell good, you look good. But see, you know what it is too. Nice I guy. think it's because. So also too, when guys are like gems like that, you also have to be careful of your energy because it's like, 
just like men can rob energy, there's women out there trying to rob energy too. So That's a great point. At the same time, it's like he got to protect himself yes. and make sure that he remain a, a gem, you know? Yeah. So sometimes that, that's admit that's, that's being a humble dude and being like, nah, you know, cause you know, you got to protect your energy at the end. Yeah. You got to maintain. So if that's what it takes for you to maintain, then, you know, that's a really good point. Actually. So, right. yeah, that makes sense. He's not going to give it to everybody. Listen, when you got the when you got the sauce, when you when you got the, you the, the good Ooh. good sauce, you can't be you know everybody can't have a sample, everybody can't know what the sauce tastes like, everybody can't know what's in the secret sauce, you know. I feel like that's also such a tourist trait too. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're um, they're just tourists. Tourist people are just like not not people who can extend themselves to everyone. Like it's just not, it's just not like that. That's just not who they are. I agree. So to a certain degree, only because I know Tauruses who, uh, like my old last check as a Taurus, and mm-hmm. one of my classmates from cosmetology school is a Taurus, mm-hmm. and they both give themselves to their craft, but that's because it's their craft. But you know, they give themselves to their clients. But it's a little bit different because it's like it's their craft, yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. you know that's their chosen craft. But like, I still know that they both give it their all. Like they both give it everything they got. I I can understand the whole and but I think that that falls more into the Taurus being f- falling under the category of being workaholics. Right. I think that that's what that falls into because. My friend, he sells cars for a living and he does a great job at what he does. And he, you know, he makes a great living doing what he does. And sometimes there isn't a separation of work and, okay, now it's me time. Like Mm -hmm. he does, sometimes he doesn't give himself those, those moments. But I think that that more so just falls into them. Just really loving money and loving the finer things in life, but Mm -hmm. it's all... Um, earth, uh, earth signs do. Mm-hmm. They're really, they're really workaholics. So that that makes sense. Um, there's fair warning. There's no point to this show today. <laughs> <laughs> we do not have a topic. We are going off the top of the yes. drums today. Yes, this is probably ranting. This should be ranting part two. Um, because there is no fucking point here. We just are glad that you came again. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm so done. One of our uh, episodes just hit like 105. Oh, wow. Views. So that's dope Shout as fuck. episode. Yeah. Shout out to, um, one of our listeners, um, from another shot podcast uh her name is shay bradshaw on instagram mm-hmm. her and her husband chris who is also her co-host today is their anniversary they've been together oh. i want to say it's been four years they said four years i think it said four years yeah Congrats. and uh she's a scorpio so um happy anniversary shout out to y'all yeah what is their what is their handle uh at another shot podcast go follow them and listen to the podcast. They're funny. Yeah. They have a couple banter and they talk about um they talk about pop culture and shows that are out and you know things going on and and COVID. <laughs> Cuz who's not talking about COVID, right? Ugh, um We can't COVID. eat inside anymore. Yeah, I don't care about that. I wasn't eating inside. I was. I was. I honestly I wasn't ready to really I'm not I, well, okay. So I did go to a puff Payton sip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I did do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did do that uh, last weekend. And How was that? It was great. I had such a good time. Um, I definitely want to do that again. I feel like I only want to do Puff Peyton Sip, though. I feel like I can't do Peyton Sip. Like, there's got to be weed there, too. Okay. Um, but if not, you know, I could do Peyton Sip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was fun. I really think that when you go into the Peyton Sip, I think the initial worry is that you're like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to paint. But it's not really about (laughs) what you can't paint. It's more so about you just 
relaxing and just letting your like just letting whatever you want come out mm-hmm. inspired by what the artist put out of course but yeah. just what like literally like my painting and her painting they're similar but they still look nothing alike like you can tell like gotcha. obviously my painting was inspired by hers but um it looks totally different and at first when I was painting it I hated my painting mm-hmm. but when I finished it I loved it, it it's nice. not it's not perfect it's not the way that she did it but it's the way that I wanted it you know like mm-hmm. well the way I did it I should say it's the way I did it so I think when it goes to the painting stuff you just have to go in there with an open mind and yeah. just just to have fun that's really what the bottom line is but I think people get caught up in the I can't paint so why would I do yeah, this yeah, but yeah. just do it yeah and it's a good time. I want my girlfriends. It's a, it's a good time, you know. It's a good time to relax, relate, release, you know, talk shit. And uh, we the place where we had it at is a, a rolled ice cream spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Only Rare NYC. The handle is at Only Rare NYC, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. It's a rolled ice cream spot, and they also have um, a... a um, uh, a thrift shop where you can get like Supreme and you know like the labels like that mm-hmm. or whatever and it's it, the ice cream die for I love rolled ice cream mm-hmm. I love ice cream period yeah, but rolled ice, ice cream. cream give me anything rolled I'm gonna eat it I don't know fuck. I'm gonna eat it <laughs> I'm gonna smoke it sunglasses <laughs> um but yeah I just you know I love that place and I was I was happy I was very happy that sounds like a good weekend yeah it was I mean the car accident happened uh, shortly after but um oh, sheesh. yeah it's okay but anyway so <laughs> I know that you wanted to get into uh seasonal depression yeah I wanted to talk about it because you know I had talked about you know realizing that I had it and I also wanted to get into I guess how it's going so to speak okay um so Again, I literally just realized this year that I I get depressed around this time every year. I never noticed it. I guess because, I guess I had like um what they call um high functioning depression. I believe it is, mm-hmm. but I didn't even realize that it was happening. And what made me realize it was when I was in California. Um, I had a um a unfortunate moment with one of my family members and. It was just like, this is how it's always going to be on the holidays. Like, I'm just always going to be like this. Mm-hmm. And it just made me realize, like, you, but you go through this already. Like, you, you kind of get, you know, in this way. And sometimes, like, I don't want to really, like, hang out like that. Sometimes I'm going to go in my room, mm-hmm. watch TV, um, and just kind of get numb. Not numb, but, like just kind of, like, just let my problems kind of just, like, fall, you know, to the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of do whatever I need to give me that comfort to make me feel better. Um, and it took me, like I said, I I just realized it this year, and um, it has a lot to do with, you know, my family, and because we're in the state that we're in with each other. Mm-hmm. Um... And it also has a lot to do with my childhood and how Christmas was because I have a parent who hates Christmas and then I have another parent parent who loves Christmas. Mm -hmm. So Christmas... Which one is which if you don't mind? So my dad, he's a Sagittarius and his birthday is literally like a couple days before Christmas. He hates Christmas. Oh, interesting. Um, But my mom loves Christmas and Mm -hmm. it made Christmas time very interesting at my house. Um, we, you know, we still had very, you know, we still had, uh, fruitful Christmases, you know, we still had a tree, there was still gifts, but the energy was always off. Mm-hmm. It was hot and cold. Yeah, yeah. And, um, it's weird now because I don't talk to my mom mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm relatively close to my dad. He's a pain in my ass, but you know. <laughs> I think you mentioned this like every other. Episode. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> so I know a little sign. <laughs> to be to be in a place to be in a place where I'm 
not siding with the parent, but I'm mm-hmm. on better terms with the parent that doesn't celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I feel like when you get a certain age, Christmas kind of lost its spark. Yeah. Unless, like, you have loved ones around you that kind of make it kind of special. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a boyfriend or, um, you know, if you have, um, like, a family, you know, if you have a husband and kids, like, obviously the holidays are different, but I feel like in between that, you know, the holidays, unless you have friends who are, like, fucking Christmas freaks. Thankfully, I don't have Thank friends. Thank God me either, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God, because I hate either. Christmas music. I bet, listen, bitch. Oh, actually, at work, I do listen to The only music. Christmas... Well, that's different, but the only Christmas music I'm trying to hear is This Is Halloween from The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> that is, like, the most Christmassy movie I'm trying to oh, watch is The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's actually a Halloween movie. It is, but it's the nightmare before Christmas, so you can watch it for either one. Yeah, that's true. I feel like that and Harry Potter, you can watch during Halloween and during the holidays because Harry Potter definitely touches on, they show Christmas in Harry Potter, so. But yeah, like that, honestly, Harry Potter is one of my favorite sagas to watch around this time of the year um, because... You know, Harry Potter makes me feel like home, you know, so... Oh my goodness, you're so annoying. Am I now? <laughs> oh, guys, I was telling Alika that she should... No, we're heavy. not talking about this. We should get, she should get heavy on Now I'm going to have TikTok. people in my DMs telling me to get back on TikTok. We're not doing this. So, there's a video that was out on TikTok where this guy was like, what happened to this girl? She was before her time. She needs to come back and save us all. And I'm just like... And it's Alika. She's talking about Alika. And I'm just like... Honestly, I don't know why you all think so much of me to do this again. Like, I'm just like, could you not? It's also just like... It's also just that the video was... Oh, sorry. The video was just like... It's a classic. I don't know. I think I have a... I think I have... I, not the thing. I do have a lot of fears around being on TikTok and doing the whole viral thing again. One, the biggest thing of this all is because, one, the first time I did this, I did this with no intent to be viral. I did the video... Well, look at where life is. Funny. Right? How many years later... All right, then. You just had someone recreate your whole video, okay? So, like, now is really the time. It's, it's I don't time. know, but I have I have a lot of reservations about it. I do. And I don't know if I want to do this. This is something that... Because this could change my life. It definitely could. <laughs> it could change my whole no, it life. it definitely could. You're 100% right. And it could change it. I'm not saying that it would be a bad change, but I don't know that it would be a good change. And... I guess you don't know if you don't do it, but because because these videos are something that I did for play, for me to do it, like, for serious this time, that's a lot of pressure. I can understand the feeling of, like, okay, this might be overwhelming because I constantly have to create content. But if you think about it, that's what we do here. And we love you guys, but we're grateful also, too, that it's the platform where we get minimal amount of feedback because if I couldn't rant on my own podcast and I had a bunch of people like, oh, she said this and that and this. I mean, I, we're also not it's at that point totally yet. totally different. We're also not at that point yet. But like the day that even we get there, mark my words and I just want this to be like a thing. The day that this podcast actually does take off, because I know that when people get to like 100, episode 100, like their fan base is huge. But, like, the more that this podcast grows, I will still have no fucking filter. I still won't give a fuck about what anybody says. And that's just going to be that. So, I feel like, in a sense, you have to go about your TikTok career, your... You have a good following on Instagram, more of a following than I have. So it's just like, this is prime time. (laughs) You're not as enthusiastic as I need you to be. I mean, I get the reservations. I get the whole like, you know, you don't want to be front and center. I get that. I get the whole, 
you don't need a bunch of opinions. I get that. I it's get not the even whole... just opinions. Like, the first time around, it wasn't even just, like, people's opinions. It was just, like, people called me a nigger, like, 20 fucking, at least 25 million times. Like, oh, wow. I didn't know that. That was hard to see, like, people, like, be racist on my posts. Like, never in a million years did I think that I would be so fucking important that people felt the need to be racist towards me. Like... Like, and not even just, like, one or two people. Like, this is a few hundreds of thousands of people. And there was a lot of... It wasn't even just racist. It was it was a lot about, you know, like, my body and my weight and mm-hmm. me being a fat ass going crazy over ice cream. And then, like, yes, people... And then now... That's me. Like, and then now like, people are, like, making it seem like because they find out how old I am... They're like, oh my God, you're older than me. Like, do you know how many times, like, people, when they find my Instagram and they're like, oh my God, you're 28? Like, you're older than me. And I'm like, <laughs> duh, you were you. watching the fucking video <laughs> like, too. How, you. you were watching the video. You knew I was older than you when well, your no, young ass is watching the fucking well, video. No, well, no, not necessarily. So well, no, not necessarily because when I made that video, people thought I was a teenager. But when I made that video, I was already. 23 years old so you should have been like are you jealous black don't crack period <laughs> but <laughs> it's not my fault you age like milk wow so but period. yeah like i don't know i have reservations about it see this but... is why this is why you have me because then i can be the one to be like fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you that's just <laughs> like this is why we're the dynamic duo this is why this is why we do things together. See? Exactly. You don't need a chihuahua. You just need me. <laughs> so seasonal depression. And <laughs> So, um, but yeah, even that plays a part into my depression too because I think about all the things that were said to me the first time and why I like, why I never even did more Vine videos after that because I only did probably a handful of Vine videos after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I stopped because it just seemed like people... Like, I didn't understand. Like, when people first started remaking the video, I didn't understand that they weren't making fun of me. In fact, they were just re just remaking the video because they loved it so much. Mm-hmm. I thought people were legit making fun of me. Oh, and then, you know, um, when I was at work at the time, I was working at Walmart, and I just started working there. And it, the people that I had in my life made me feel like I was doing something wrong. And they they were like, this is stupid. Why would you do that? You're mad. I'm like, and at the time, it just, because that's all I was hearing, it just felt like, like what I was doing was stupid and it was yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand it. And there were other, because they had that reaction when people would come to me or when people, I'm at work and people are like playing the video around me, like letting me know that they, they've seen the video. Mm-hmm. It made me uncomfortable and I would get upset and people are like, but why is she upset? She put the video out and it's like, I'm upset because everybody's coming down on me, making me mm-hmm. feel like I did something crazy. And it, it took me, it took years for me to be like, okay, like people would be like, you're the Vine girl, you're that girl. And I'd be, I would say no, I would literally tell people it was not me. Girl, just I'd be like, yes. It at was. first, like when it first happened, some ice cream? when it first first happened, I did because people like people were coming up to me at work, like taking trying to take pictures with me, and I'm folding clothes at Walmart, and they're like, "Oh my god, you're the ice cream girl! Can I get a picture of my you?" I'm like, "I'm gonna fucking get fired if I stop it!" And I don't have, like, I gotta pay my bills. Like, what the fuck? Oh my god! That's so, so I was like, yeah, but. It took, like I said, it took years of people still wanting to see me, people still reposting the video. Like, it took years of that for me to be like, okay, this video might have done something, you know? And for it to be where, and then for it to be me, like, me of all people, like, it was just like this boring ass fucking average girl from. Jamaica Queens but just clearly goes not fucking that viral. You are you well, viral. clearly not, but it was just I don't know. Like it was just like, why am I going viral? Like why me of all people? Like it was just so much that I was like I dealt with, and I'm still dealing with with the video that I have to realize I because of because I let people's 
because I let people's opinions and I let people's um, projections, because I let that affect me, mm-hmm. it affected a lot. It affected, it affected me not getting on Vine and really, like, doing something with the viralness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it affected me not capitalizing on this. And it affected so much because I didn't want to be associated with it anymore because it felt like, like, it felt stupid at the time. Mm-hmm. So it took for me to lose those friends and realize how for me to gain different friends to say, you know what, like you did something great. You're great. You're funny. Like for some, you know what I mean? Yeah. For that change to happen. It was like, okay, all right, I get it now, you know? So, but, um, so yeah, the seasonal depression, the best ways I found to, um, kind of like cope, um, is to basically, if, when it comes to most people get depressed around the holidays because of family issues or whatever. So the best way, um, is for me, what worked is to watch some of my favorite holiday movies. Um, like I said, nightmare before Christmas, I like to watch Harry Potter during the holidays. Um, I like to watch this movie called this, this Christmas It's with Chris Brown and, whole bunch of other people and almost Christmas with um, Monique and Danny Glover and a whole bunch of other people. All these movies I have not seen. <laughs> I love those Christmas movies. Like I like like black Christmas movies like about black family drama and shit like that. Like oh this is you know what I mean? I don't know why that's like a favorite genre movie but I fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, and I also like to get myself in the holiday spirits. I love eggnog, um, and I love hot chocolate, so I tend to drink lots of hot chocolate and eggnog during the holidays. I know it's not good on the calories, but, you know. Do you drink eggnog in your hot chocolate? Mm-mm. Coffee, yes. You could put eggnog in your coffee. I don't mind that, because I love me a good uh, eggnog, uh, f- not frap, the eggnog um, latte. From Starbucks, I like the eggnog latte, but I'm not. I, mean, I didn't know that Starbucks had an eggnog latte mm-hmm. during Wait, Christmas what? time. They have an eggnog latte. All right, so I need to go to Starbucks and get that because I didn't know that they. Had they also eggnog. have an eggnog frap too, but I mean, it's gotta be warm outside for you to want to frap. So no, I drink iced coffee up here. Oh, all right. Well, do you? But um, so yeah, um. No, but I do like to put alcohol in my eggnog and my hot Hi, chocolate. so do you. <laughs> basically, that's coquito. Yeah, it's basically. It's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it's the same I thing. That's what, that's, what eggnog, that's, what, that's what coquito is. It's just eggnog. It's just Puerto Rican eggnog. No, yeah, no, I know. Or is that where it originated from? How you gonna tell me that? Duh, I know well, that. Well, I'm just making sure. But, no, I knew that. Um, no, yeah, it's basically, yeah, yeah. Puerto Rican eggnog is just... The only reason why sometimes I prefer eggnog is only because, don't get me wrong, I love coquito, love it, especially mm-hmm. if it's made right, but because it has the coconut in it, sometimes I don't want that coconut flavor, so if I don't want that ah, coconut okay, flavor, okay. then I want eggnog, yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, I want chocolate, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to make hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this season... The, One of my the, it, um, mom's friends, sorry to cut you off, does uh, Nutella coquito. Okay, so yeah. No a lot of people have been making different flavors. I know one of my coworkers, she made coquito, and she did pumpkin spice coquito. Ew. Um, people liked it. They said it was good. I'm not crazy about pumpkin spice, but yeah, she's people uh-huh. liked it. Um, and there's this girl on my Instagram. She makes hot chocolate coquito. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds kind of hot. But um, but basically, yeah, so, it's the hot chocolate eggnog, like I said. See, this is this. I'm gonna drink hot chocolate and put eggnog in you it. You do and that. I'll let you know how it's. Gonna you do that. Um, that's what I'm gonna do next. So, um, the new it thing this holiday season are the the hot cocoa bombs, and oh, yes. they are fucking amazing. You just heat up some milk and you pour it over. You just watch everything open up. I love it. I always appreciate the fact that like. Every year, there's always some like there's always a new trend, yeah, and all this stuff, and it's just like, and it adds like a new thing to like tradition. I think, yeah, I think I like yes. that, yeah. And plus, I'm a hot cocoa girl. Like, I love hot chocolate. Like, that's like one of my favorite hot beverages. And oh, okay. I will literally have any type of hot cocoa that I like. Like, literally, I had a cookies and cream hot cocoa. I had a s'mores one. I had a unicorn one. 
Um, and it was pretty good. Yeah, the hot cocoa bombs are good, and I like them. Um, I only drink milk with with. I mean, I only drink hot cocoa with milk. I am not a water in my hot cocoa type of bitch, so don't ever fucking put water in my fucking hot cocoa. You better get some whole lactose-free oh milk. Oh, my God. I wish that the, the nut milks taste good with the hot cocoa, but they don't. Like, I have to, you have, I feel like you have to make it with at least the lactose-free. It does not taste the same with the nut milks. Interesting. It doesn't. I don't know what it is about the nut milks, but. So, um, do um, you deal with any type of seasonal depression uh i feel like a bitch just depressed she's depressed it matter um, what season i don't think it matters the season <laughs> a bitch just depressed um but we talked about mental health a little yeah. bit in another episode um i definitely think that i am just depressed it doesn't really matter the season because okay. this has been going on since like plus August. also like seasonal depression has a lot to do with like daylight savings and like the sun not being out as yeah, much no. and it being colder and nobody being out and that kind of sucks too because like i'd be wanting to be out in nature and you know i'd be wanting to just chill in nature and like go take like a a dip in the lake or just go mm. be naked in the woods and you can't do that in the winter time unless you have a shitload of alcohol yeah, no, nobody doing that. But I'm all for like a nice cabin in the woods and, you know, you got some heat going, get a fire pit. That would be cute. Maybe get some drip. <coughs> um, okay, anyway, so like I was saying, uh, I am definitely just depressed. Uh, but I have noticed that with depression or even like I'm sure with seasonal depression, you realize who your support system is mm-hmm. over any other time in your life because right now is when you need people mm-hmm. and that's when you realize that people are not there. Mm-hmm. Um, today I had a conversation with one of my girlfriends and she mentioned to me how she really is everyone's strong friend mm-hmm. and it kind of is draining to her because she feels like she sets a time to be there for everyone and she has once she said she admits that she has a hard time opening up but with the people that she does trust with her life, she always finds it hard to get time in between them venting to her to kind of vent and express things that are bothering her. So um, she's always there for me. So today I was like, you know what? Whatever you need, I'm all yours. And it sucks when you see people go through what you go through mm-hmm. and um you realize like sometimes your friends are not great friends yeah and they suck at the, their job yeah um and that's an, that's one of the reasons why I lost one of my best friends this year because when I needed her for a lot of things this year she really wasn't there. And then when it was time for her to not be judgmental about something, she was the first person to throw it in my face and tell me that I was going to give in, basically, when it came to like changing my number and all that stuff. She was the first person to doubt me. It was never like any positivity. So stuff like that sucks because then even when like I lost my grandfather... She was like, well, other people have it harder than you. And I was just like, whoa, like this is not the time so, for that. what I've realized over the years is that when it comes to friendships, you can't, and this has nothing to do with you as a person, mm-hmm. but you can't put on to people more than they can handle. Meaning some people cannot handle being there for you. They can't. Mm-hmm. And that's one has a lot to do with them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they just, they can't handle whatever it takes to be there for you. Mm-hmm. And it took for me to lose my friendships to realize that I had friendships where I did the most for people mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And the one time I couldn't do something because I was struggling with my own issues. I was struggling to get up out of bed. That it took for that to be like, well, we ain't fucking with you. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you ain't, you know, people were saying like, you know, in 2000, 
in 2000 and I would say for the end of 2017 up until the middle to the end of 2018 I went through a, a very I went through a depression and mm-hmm. there was months where the only thing keeping me um excited and the only thing keeping like making me feel something not thing but the only being was butter like literally mm-hmm. like that was around the time I got butter so that was like that was like my life that was like yeah. everything I did was like butter 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 and because you know I had friends and they were doing things and they needed me to do something and I couldn't do it then it was like well you can't do this for us after I've done so much mm-hmm. And what it what it showed me was that when people are going through their things, they expect everybody to be there for them, right? Mm-hmm. But when they have people in their lives that are going through something, sometimes they can just not handle what you're going through. Yeah. And even me being on the other side of that and being a friend that couldn't handle what this person was going through... Because I didn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. It wasn't even like I was saying things that was like hurtful. I didn't I didn't know what to do. Yeah. That I think that was one of the reasons like our friendship ended was because I I I couldn't handle being there. One because I had my own stuff going on and because mm-hmm. I set boundaries. Yeah. You know, it was like, okay, well I can't do this. I am all for understanding that we all have a life. I'm all for understanding that maybe this load that I'm about to drop on you is a big load. I'm all for understanding that. But what I'm not ever going to understand is if I invest years into a relationship with you, and I'm talking about friendship, not... Uh, actual relationship and it's a thing of we've been there for each other we've been through a lot together and towards the end I feel like I'm there for you more than you're there for me Mm -hmm. it's like my mom always says your loyalty for me has run out even though my loyalty to you is still going and that happens sometimes too where the friendship kind of runs its course and yeah. some somebody realizes it or somebody kind of um i don't want to say catalyzes it but somebody kind of um they kind of start acting that way mm-hmm. first then you that's where you kind of start seeing the dwindle and unfortunately when these things happen it's not like in a movie where like, something crazy happens, and then, like, all these other things happen because of that. Sometimes, it's literally just day by day where you notice, like, this yeah. person doesn't even check in on me like they used mm-hmm. to. or this, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You start noticing it. So. It, and I think that when I started to get depressed, and it was like, so you can't even text me, hey, how are you today, or how are you doing, or anything like that, but I can go to you and ask you how you're doing how you're feeling and you vent to me and then when I need to do the same back it's like I can't really handle this right now and it's just like so you know like I I I just I I don't think that it's fair to keep sweeping things under the rug and then you know it it definitely does. I, I'm a big believer in when you sweep too many things under the rug, there's a lump. You're mm-hmm. going to trip. You're mm-hmm. going to fall. And then it's not going to be that we can just continue to sweep things under the rug. You have to find a new place for things. You have to get, you have to empty the trash. Like you have to take the trash out. That's just what it is. Yeah. So, um, it definitely sucks needing people in your corner And not having the people that you actually need in your corner. So that this year has definitely been that eye opener. Because granted this year has been hard for everyone. Granted we've all needed a shoulder or two to cry on or to rely on. 2020 really showed you who was and who wasn't there. Yeah. 2020 really was an eye opening year in all aspects of life. Yeah. 
Agreed. 100%. So on a lighter note, before we, uh, before we wrap up, um, what are, um, two holiday traditions that you like to do? Um. Or that you like to keep up with? Are we talking about just Christmas? Any holiday. During holidays. Whatever holiday. Um. Two holiday traditions that I like and want to keep up. Uh, my aunt, um, she had her oldest is is nine or almost. He'll be ten next year, I think. Um, he. After he was born, every Easter she would do egg hunts in my grandparents' backyard. Um, and that is definitely something I would want to keep up because I think that it's really, really cute. We never used to do them growing up and it was her who brought them into, into the holidays for us. Um, and so I really, really love that she does that. That's something I would love to keep doing with my kids. Um, and then for Christmas, we celebrate Christmas Eve, which in Hispanic culture, it's uh, Noche Buena. And you stay up. That's our like party day. Everyone gets together. It's a big dinner, music, drinks. And then at midnight, you open your gifts. Um, I love that tradition. That is something that I look forward to all the time. And everyone always like does these big things for Christmas day. But Christmas Eve is really our Christmas. What about you? Um, we don't really have too many family traditions on my side. Um, but I think ones that I want to do, um, I definitely want to make it a thing, um, on Christmas where me and my family, whoever that is at that point, um, we just do PJs, hot chocolate, and movies all day. Like, I don't, I don't really well, want to do so it. Cute. That's really cute. I'm not really, I don't want to do the whole big dinner thing. Like, I'm mm-hmm. cool with, like, whatever you guys want to eat. We don't have to do, even, like, Thanksgiving, like, I don't want traditional Thanksgiving food every fucking year. Because, granted, like, I'm over it. I am 29 years old. I've had probably about 27, 26, maybe 25 to 26 turkeys over the years. I'm done. I'm turkeyed out. Okay, so um, there's other birds we can eat. There's other animals we can eat. Let's choose one. Okay, um, <clears throat> um, but like I said, I do want to have it where on Christmas, um, it's just hot cocos, nice matching PJs, mm-hmm. um, movies, gifts opening, and then we just just the family, like nothing crazy. I don't. I, I want to do the least on Christmas. Yeah. We did the most by getting the tree up and wrapping the gifts. Let's do the least on Christmas. Let's not do the most, okay? <laughs> um, and then a tradition I want to keep up for myself because my birthday is a holiday. I want to travel every year for my birthday. That's a good goal. We should. We definitely have to be on the island for your dirty 30. Definitely. Somewhere like half naked on the beach. I guess. You wouldn't want to do that? Not half naked on the beach, man. Listen, I can't be showing all of this. You know, I got to keep it. Not everybody, <laughs> not everybody gets to go to to Playland. Like, not everybody gets to go to Splish Splash. So, mm, period. listen, you can't even see Splish Splash, okay? I need to see a ticket first, period. period. Okay? Period. And not everybody is tickets. Only limited tickets. Ooh. So you can't be showing everybody the the thri- the rides and the thrills, okay? I mean, but you can show people what they can't have. You can definitely do that. I'm all for right, those. and I'm all for wearing a two piece and showing my little rolls. And exactly, see- half naked on the beach. I still half naked on the beach. When I hear half naked, I think topless or bottomless. That's half naked. Nah, not like I got my thighs out, pies out, buns out, guns out. Even though I would never have my buns out in a bathing suit because I ain't got no buns to be out. So Yeah, I would have never did that really. Nah, I ain't got no buns. Unless I got, like, I'm not wearing a thong on the beach, right? I definitely could get my ass yeah. better. Than, but yeah, those are two uh, yeah. traditions that I... And Halloween's gotta be like it every year. Like I want to throw a Halloween party every year when I have my own family. Yes. Halloween party every year. And I think I want to do like a every year like a theme. Mm-hmm. Like 
It's like, all right, family see, theme. Yeah. Until my kids are I like, also Mom, don't kiss do, me. I also want to do family costumes, and I also want to do couples costumes. I always wanted to do couples costumes. Um, me and my sister, we did, I guess you could say, our, our joint... Me, my sister, and Butter, we did our joint costume last year. Butter was Harry Potter and... Excuse me, Harry Potter. And <laughs> me and Anna were Hogwarts students. So we kind of did our thing last year. Mm-hmm. This year, I was so annoyed, so I didn't even get dressed, but Butter was Freddy Krueger, so... And my oh, sister yeah, was, dressed. um... She was Velma from uh, Scooby-Doo. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, she was cute. It was... It was it was a Jinkies event. It was cute. It was nice. It was nice. <laughs> it was really nice. Cool. But next year I want to do group costume again. Yeah. Next yeah, year group costume. Yeah, that sounds really cute. Um, before we go, is there anything else you want to tell the people? Anything else you want to say? Any closing remarks? Um, I don't really know. Honestly, the only thing I will say is if you are like us and you're dealing with anything of mental health, know that you're not alone. Know that you definitely should go speak to somebody or to someone or if it's a friend, if it's a therapist, a family member, whoever, you should definitely go talk to someone. Also, with that being said, check on your strong friends ask people how they're doing, ask people how they're feeling, ask people if they need anything and don't hesitate to try to be supportive during this time. I feel like we all need it right now. And sometimes support is just asking if they're okay or yeah, or how was your seeing, day? Yeah, or just checking in on them. That that's sometimes just all the support somebody needs. Mm-hmm. Um, or even, you know, if you can, you know, bring them by a casserole or something, you know, because <laughs> people, when they get depressed, they either get really hungry and they don't want to cook anything and then they start ordering out. So bring them a nice home cooked meal Not no or buy them lunch. Don't, don't bring no casserole to my house. <laughs> so if I bought you a casserole that I made, you would not take said casserole. I would definitely try oh. your casserole. Oh. Would I, like, take it off your hands and be like... You would take it off my hands. Fuck out of here. Okay? I'm not... I'm not... I'm not making just any casserole out here, okay? I'm making... I'm making decent casseroles out here, period. What, okay? can, what casserole? Ask about my casserole. What casserole do you make? <laughs> no. Oh, right. You're not talking about casserole. I never even made a anyway. casserole. You want some baked ziti? I got day. you, though. Oh, you can make me some baked ziti. I made you that bomb ass chili. Here okay? we go. With that was a beautiful birthday dinner. Every oh episode, I'm gonna talk about this fucking meal. God. All I know is Alika never cooked for me, y'all. Okay, that's all I know. Gosh. Anyway, happy hump day. First of all, I made you um, henny coladas. Yes, you got me before. drunk, and then you call me alcoholic after you got me drunk. Okay, after you fucking got me drunk. This bitch got me drunk and then had the nurse to be like, I don't know, you might be an alcoholic. <laughs> you got me drunk. Are you joking right now? But anyway, so I got you drunk. All right. So either way, you got drunk, right? Okay. I never made you anything. Fuck out of here, you got drunk, right? Okay. Whatever. Those are bomb ass honey coladas, though. Okay. I cannot wait for the summertime to be just honey coladas out. I would be at the beach with your honey coladas, okay? That's love and dedication. Okay. I'll be drunk on the beach. So stop bringing up this damn chili. (laughs) (laughs) And you remember this in the summertime when you got my henny colada. At the beach drunk as fuck at like 12 p.m. Getting henny colada sucked out of your belly button at 3 o'clock in the fucking morning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And she laughed because she knew. What did I know? Um, Alright, so guys Wait, what are you talking about? Hold on, no, what are you talking about? Wait, what am I talking about? What do you mean? I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot mean? what you were talking about. The honey colada out of belly button during the morning. I don't know. That your summers be lit. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> that your never happened. Be... That never fucking happened. Anyway. That <laughs> specifically never happened? Or okay. That never happened. Um you happy have a hunting. wild summers. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Good evening. Happy tomorrow. Yes, we love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, This is lucky number 13. This is 12. Oh, 
damn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Thank you for coming back again to listen to us talk shit and talk about absolutely nothing. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Like, comment, share, subscribe, follow us on YouTube. No, I'm kidding. We're, I'm just joking. We don't have YouTube. But, um, yeah, subscribe to us on uh, Spotify, right? That's where you subscribe. And yes. then follow us on, on Apple Music. On Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, Apple <laughs> SoundCloud Rapper. Sorry. Um, yes, follow us on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Anchor. Um... We're everywhere. We're almost everywhere you can find us. If you go to Anchor, it'll tell you where we're all listed. Or if you go to at Vibatious Scorpios on Instagram, our link tree is in the bio. Get all the links and things. Yes. Um, I'm Danny. I'm Alika. We probably should have did that at the beginning of the episode, but... All right, we get it. Sheesh. I'm the... You done? No, I'm not. I'm the ice cream girl. I know I said that man dead, but um. Anyway, so you guys should definitely go stalk Alika after this episode and tell her to get back. No, please don't stalk me, please. The bandwagon and tell her to get back together. Don't stalk me. Don't stalk me. Because then we can have different vanilla. Oh my god, we can have different ice creams, different flavors. You can say all. Oh my god, I can be your creative director. You know. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.